Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and we've got Whit Watson today. Whit's been very kind with his time uh, for this show, and I really appreciate it. But this is where we do the world-famous lightning round. And I actually tuned up a few of the questions last night, knowing I was going to talk to Whit today. So here you go. No, this is fun stuff. Okay. When, when, if you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, doesn't matter if they're still with us or not, who would it be? Arnold Palmer. Okay. Uh, I, I never had the chance to really speak with him when he was with us at, uh, and even at golf channel, he did attend a few events, you know, from time to time. And um, I never had the chance to really get to meet him. Uh, especially growing up in Orlando with the connection to Bay Hill over the years. Sure. I would have loved uh, to have had the chance to play with the King. The King, you betcha. Um, so here's a good one for you. If you were declared the supreme ruler of golf for one day, hmm. what would your decree as supreme ruler be? You can do anything you wanted. Okay, I got one for you. Sure. That the ownership of the management of live and the management of the PGA tour, go into a room and work it out and don't come out until you have a workable solution. That would That's be my Supreme decree. There you Let's, go. Enough of this. Let's get this over with, figure out what you're going to do and do it. So I got a question for you. Would the room be padded on the walls <laughs> with no sharp objects? <laughs> Probably would need to be, wouldn't Probably. it? And it may we may, I may have to decree who's allowed in the room yes. uh, from both sides uh, and who's not allowed in the room from both sides. <laughs> That's probably but, true. But yeah, my decree would be, let's finish this thing because everybody's sick of talking about it. That's the number one question I get. I'm sure it's the same for you, yep. is what about live? Let's just fix it and be done with it. Yeah. Go forward. Always we right. should go forward. Gee, right. Christmas. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen while covering a tournament? Could be a player, could be somebody in the gallery, could be a technical issue. What? Um, the dumbest usually... thing I've ever seen. Well, okay, this uh, at the Sony Open a couple of years ago, 2018 Sony Open, um, there was a union strike during the weekend, and the camera operators and a lot of the people in the uh, in the trucks, a lot of the technical uh, workers who are unionized, and not right. all of them are, uh, walked out. And so in the case of uh, the, I was in Hawaii for the Sony Open, in the case of the Corn Ferry Tour event that was going on that same weekend in the Bahamas, they had announcers running cameras, 
and people who had never done the job in the truck trying to do three jobs in the truck at the same time, just trying to keep uh, the tournament on the air. You ask your buddy Jerry Foltz about that because Foltz was actually running a camera in the Bahamas for the Corn Ferry Tour event, and they had George Savarikas um, and Jim Gallagher Jr. were in the studio in Orlando at the time trying to call live golf off of a monitor from the event in the Bahamas because the the truck the the, the booth on site was rendered inoperable because of this strike. There was no one there to work it, so. Um, it wasn't anybody's fault, but by far the silliest thing I've ever seen at Golf Channel was uh, Jerry and the boys trying to basically produce, direct, and broadcast a tournament all at the same time. Probably wouldn't want to um, change uh, Jer's, uh, I call him Big Jer's, uh, microphone settings so you can hear what he says under his breath on a situation like that. Right, exactly. He, he probably had some uh, good... Uh, good comments there uh if you could get a lesson from one touring pro who would that be oh man i mean i think everybody here would love to pick tiger's brain on just about anything sure. um if it were a specific aspect of the game i would get him on the short game because i just think his the way he sees shots you know from 50 yards and in I, unmatched in the history of the game i'd like to know what he sees and and how he thinks his way around the green. Um, you know, in, in terms of long game, I think I'd like to have Rory McElroy just sprinkle a little pixie dust on me from whatever he does with the driver. Yeah. Is anybody hitting the ball better than him right now, by no. the way? I mean, he's hitting it the best he's ever hit it in his life. And he was already one of the best ball strikers on the planet. I mean, it's unbelievable how well he's playing right now. So those two guys, my, my one and two. And then go to lunch with both of them. That would be really interesting, too. I'm sure it would. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just kind of sit in the corner like a mouse and listen to those two go back and forth. Um, when there's a lengthy weather delay and then Golf Channel plays like last year's tournament because, you know, at Firestone or whatever, and you've got a seven hour monsoon coming through there. What do you guys do? Do you just sit and wait or do you? Yeah. Yeah, if if there's no um, lightning danger, we're in an enclosed booth, so right. it's 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 either a build out uh, that's been constructed specifically for that week, or more often than not, it's a trailer that's towed behind a truck and placed at a location on the golf course that's been scouted out, and they're pretty safe. They're insulated and they're grounded, and you know it's yeah. they're rarely any kind of danger. So yeah, as long as not any really horrible severe weather, we'll just stay there. And, you know, you watched last year's broadcast, like you said, and then the producer will check with you occasionally. And then you, you know, look at the weather forecast on your laptop. And, and then every once in a while, they'll pop us back in live to remind people, hey, this is not live. You're watching last year. It's raining. Maybe they'll show a live shot of the rain on the golf course. Yeah. And now we take you back to last year's third round coverage. So it's really boring, uh, but there's nothing you can do about it. We don't play indoors. So, yeah, you just have yeah. to wait it out. Yep. So if you could dine with a historical figure, who would it be and what would be on the menu? Oh, man. I have to get some I food mean, stuff in here. You know, I'm a food these are guy. Good questions. Um, so my college essay answer to that question was Robin Williams. I would always, I, I just thought he was a genius and I'd like to know, you know, why, <laughs> why why are you the way you are you know how do you think 
What do we eat? Uh, definitely something off the grill. I'm partial to uh, a steak on the grill, some chicken on the grill, a little corn on the cob, something outdoorsy. That's yeah. kind of my speed. That's probably what I'll end up doing tonight, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, something on the grill. Good, good, good man here. Do you remember the first time you ever picked up a golf club? Not the first time I ever picked up a golf club, but I can tell you where, because I still live about two miles away from it. It's a course in Winter Park, Florida, where I live called Winter Pines. And uh, that driving range was where I learned how to swing a golf club. Um, played a lot of golf there when I was a kid. And then there's a nine hole course that's been uh, sort of made kind of famous over the last few years called the Winter Park Nine. Mm -hmm. That was Riley John's redesigned nine hole course in downtown Winter Park. Uh, and that's where I played the vast majority of my golf. I would imagine if I had to guess the first round I ever played was probably at the nine hole course. And the first time I ever hit a ball was at the driving range at the pines. Oh, well, there you go. Um, couple behind the scenes thing here. What was the worst uh, presser or, you know, press conference for folks that you ever attended or covered? The, the worst one I ever attended or covered. I haven't attended or covered too many that were, terribly bad um you know there's always a few that are awkward I, I there was one that i went to where uh tiger got a little testy with alex maselli and this was after hank haney's book come out came out yeah and haney had talked about how tiger was doing all this military style training he was going jogging in combat boots and things like that and how haney opined that it probably wasn't very good for his body and so Alex asked him, have you ever done any kind of military training? And Tiger looked at him and said, is that in the book? And Alex was like, I don't know. I haven't read the book. And, and they kind of got into a little back and forth because Tiger did not want to address anything about the book. He didn't want to right. talk about. It. So Alex kind of asked him a clever question that sort of got around the, the rule. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was probably, you know, there, there were times when, when Tiger could get a little, a little testy you know, with, with the media when he was going through the height of his troubles. But yeah, that, yeah. that exchange, the days after the Haney book came out, those were kind of awkward. He wasn't a very happy camper. Well, I, I believe now I could be incorrect with, but he and Alex had bumped heads years before. I don't know what the context was, but in talking to some of the guys uh, you know, John Hawkins and of course Van Sickle and those guys, they'll tell you that those two buttered heads years prior to that. And then so I don't think it was a one-off deal. Maybe no, I, I, I know about it. I I know about the book and 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 of course Tiger didn't want to deal with it, but uh I I think there was some aminous what is what do I want to say, animus there prior to even the question being yeah. asked. So well, Tiger had a list. I mean, he had a list of guys that he was not, you know, going to give any core to. I mean, Steve Elling for a long time was like his number one target. And um, yeah, there was there were there were a few that, that Tiger wasn't very fond of. Yeah. Um, switch gears here. What's your favorite movie? Wow. <laughs> favorite movie would be. Um, can I give you like a, like several? Yeah. So like the the one that I have to stop and watch when it's on is Shawshank Redemption. You just whatever you're doing for the next two hours, shelve it because you're gonna you're gonna sit there and watch that one again. Right. Uh, similar category is A Few Good Men. Um, in the comedy category, we would have to go for the original Caddyshack. 
which is yep. still hilarious to this day. Caddyshack 2 never happened. We don't talk about it. No. Nope. Um, yeah, top three. Those there are you, those there you top go. three. There you go. Um, <laughs> you're going to think this is a strange question, but that's okay. Um, is there one thing you miss about your 20s? <laughs> Besides uh, yeah, good, my, good knees and stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, my hair and <laughs> my pant size. Yeah. Um, nah, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and do it again. I think, I, you know, it is what it is. And I had a lot of fun. We um, I got married in my 20s. We we moved from Orlando to Connecticut to work for ESPN. Had a lot of good things happen in that decade. Sure. Um, both my kids were born. Uh, that's not true. I think I was 30. When my second child was born. But, um, you know, we yeah. started a family in our 20s. And so, yeah, it was a good decade. I'm going to let it lie. Let it stand. I, I, I get it. So um, I'm pretty sure nobody's ever asked you this question before, but what would your last meal be on death row? Wow. Um, I'll go back to the grill. I'll go back to the grill. I, I want a big steak and a baked potato. And I want you to take a long time to make it. Let's delay this <laughs> as long as we can. I I understand that. I'd like you to go grow the potato. Yeah. And then bake it. Yeah. Then bake it and churn the butter by hand, you right. know, or whatever right. like that. Um, if you could leave everybody here with a message, can be about anything, what would your message to the world be, Whit Watson? Uh, I'll go back to something that we talked about earlier, which is always say yes. Um, let your first inclination be yes. Uh, let your first inclination be to see the positive side and to see what you can do to make it a little bit better, to make it a little bit easier on somebody else. Um, I think a little bit of that can go a long way. Always say yes. Excellent. Whit, thank you so much for being with us today here on Grilling at the Green and After Hours. Uh, I very, very much appreciate it. Cheers. That was a lot of fun. Hope to talk to you again. We will. Folks, we'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green, and we hope you enjoy the holidays the next few weeks, and uh, you take care.